Welcome to the morning community of Northridge Vineyard. Our deepest desire is that you will encounter Jesus as you listen in to our morning gathering. If you'd like to find out more about us, check out our website, northridge.org.au forward slash mornings. Well, Bonnie's going to come and share with us this morning, so why don't you come and join me here? And we, let's pray for her as she comes and pray for ourselves. And, uh, and then we'll hear what she has to say. Lord, I thank you for Vaughn. Thank you for the, what you've been speaking to her about even this week. And the journey that you've taken her on. And Lord, we pray that you would just give her the, the boldness to speak. Lord, we pray any nerves would just fall away now. Thank you, Lord, for her obedience in just responding to what you're putting on her heart. And Lord, we pray for ourselves. We pray that you would open our hearts. You'd make our hearts soft and supple. And our ears open to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, good morning, everyone. It is so good to be with you. Um, I don't know about you, but uh, sort of halfway through this week, I, I had my meltdown. I don't know if anyone can identify with that. Um, just a little bit like, oh, I'm over this, Lord. <laughs> I'm over just all the change and all the doing things differently and having things cancelled. And um, I did have a little cry and just, um, I guess, just feeling really exasperated and um, a little bit over all of it. Um, I don't know what kind of week you've had. I don't know how you're finding uh, lockdown or, or even just the change in circumstances once again and um, I know for some I've spoken to and they're just loving it because life has once again slowed down and that's been great and I know for others it's it's really hard because things that um, someone was looking forward to or things that we were hoping for um, have, haven't happened and so there's a real grief uh, and a real loss in that and so I just want to recognize there's this space at the moment where we're all in completely different uh, places um, anyway as I was having my meltdown um, I was just chatting to the Lord and um, just trying to turn my gaze from myself to him um, and I just felt him starting to share some things with me. They're things that he's been speaking to me for a little while, but I felt like he brought them to the surface. And um, I just wanted to share them this morning because I feel like it's, it's something for all of us. Um, and so um, the thing that I felt him share was a reminder. Um, of what this time, sorry. The thing that I wanted to share was what God's heart is for us in this time. And um, to be honest, at the time, it was a little bit hard for me to hear. Um, but as I've been pondering it, I'd, I have felt really like, yes, this is a really good reminder. So I'm just going to read what I sensed the Lord uh, saying. I want my people to prepare themselves, to prepare themselves for battle. 
So this time is a time of preparation. Don't prepare like the world prepares, defensively with armor, hardening ourselves for the battle ahead. Prepare yourselves by softening your hearts to, the, to my words or towards me. That is what I want, hearts of flesh. Open, honest, vulnerable people with integrity, compassion, and kindness. This is what wins hearts, and this is what displays my kingdom to the world. This time is a time to prepare. Dig into me, lean into me, go deeper, be more open, allow me into those dark places I know about, but you still hide from me. And as I was sort of pondering this, the thing that I felt the Lord remind me is that, you know, there is a battle coming. We are in a battle. Um, and there is a sense that, you know, the battle is, um, is increasing. And often we feel like the way to prepare ourselves is to put on armor and be protective and become hardened. And, um, and in some ways those things aren't wrong. But I felt like the Lord wanted to remind me that actually the best way we can prepare for what he has is to lean into intimacy with him. Now, I don't know about you, but every time I think um, of intimacy, and often when we hear intimacy, it's in like a romantic kind of context. Um, and I think that really minimizes um, and really boundaries in actually what God means when he talks about intimacy, because actually we're called to an intimate relationship with him um, and with others. Uh, and, and that's in all our relationships, all different kinds of relationships. So what do, I, what do I mean when I talk about intimacy then? Well, I think probably one of the best ways to describe it is that safe place where you can uh, be loved in your weaknesses and you can be celebrated in your strengths. Um, it's a place where you can be vulnerable, where you can uh, be open and honest, that place where you find connection and closeness. Um, I think intimacy is the place where we truly sort of get to know ourselves because we can truly be ourselves. Um, it's, that, it's that really uh, soft, almost delicate space inside of us. And so, you know, when God calls us to, I just want to also recognize right here that, you know, there have, a lot of people have had relationships that have not been safe, and you've tried to uh, be vulnerable and open, and that hasn't worked, or that has come with other consequences. And so obviously, as I share this morning, there is a wisdom that we need to have as we do this. Um, but sometimes, you know, and I speak for myself, that when this happens, um, when we're hurt, we shut off completely, and sometimes, or often especially, we shut off to God. And I really feel like the Lord wants to remind us to keep ourselves open and intimately close with him. And so, you know, I wanted to remind us that this whole call to intimacy is first a call to intimacy with our Father, with him. 
Because he is the only place where we're really safe. He is the only place where we are truly known and truly loved for just who we are. Um, I'm not sure if you are familiar with Psalm 139, but if you're not, I would encourage you to spend some time just meditating on it, reading through it, and allowing the words to soak over you. Because in the psalm, we're reminded how God has known us, known us from when we were inside our mother's wombs, knows everything about us, when we rise, when we sit, where we go, and reminds us as we read it that there's nowhere we can go from his presence. You know, in James, we're reminded that as we draw near to God, he will draw near to us. It's this place where we don't need to pretend. And so in this, in this season, as we're preparing, I just feel like the Lord wants to remind us to draw into intimacy with him. Lean into intimacy with him. And I also want to recognize that we all have different situations at home. And for some, that's easier than others. But the Lord has grace for that. And he, has, he can hold that. And so taking those moments, whenever they are, whatever they look like, to be truly honest and open with the Lord about where we are and how we're feeling. You know, I was reminded as I was thinking about this that sometimes we think that as we come to God, we're telling him what's going on for us. Um, But actually, it's never about that because God already knows everything about us. Mostly, it is about us opening ourselves and choosing to open ourselves to him. And as we do that, it often reveals things to us about ourselves that we weren't even aware of. And so this, that drawing of intimacy as we come to him and as we open ourselves to him, it actually opens up ourselves to, um, it deepens our own understanding of ourselves. You know, I love how Jesus always invites. He never forces himself on us. He always invites us to whatever it is he's calling us to. And so even with intimacy and even with this closeness, he, there's an invitation to us to draw close to him, to lean in to intimacy. I also think one of the, one of the key things about intimacy with Jesus is that His heart is that we would then share that intimacy with the world and with others. Uh, You know, um, you know, John reminds us, and I find I find this a very challenging verse, um, and one that you know I think as Christians, unfortunately, we struggle with. But uh, John thirteen twenty four. A new commandment I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. And 
you know, I think um, we're in a really interesting place at the moment. And um, there is a real... There's a real chance that the church is going to start fighting it within itself again. And I really feel like the Lord, his heart is that we would learn how to have that close relationship and love with each other. Um, you know, when the world looks at us and they see the fighting and they see us against each other, they don't see Jesus. And um, I, I know I'm being quite general here, and I know that there's complex things that we're all uh, discussing um, and chatting about. But I do feel like God is wanting to call us as the church to be un united and of one heart, close and intimate with him, and having close relationships with each other. Now, please don't hear me say that we have to be open, like we have to bear all to everyone. But I think one of the things that has struck me is that one of the things about intimacy is that it's a safe space to be yourself. And one of the most amazing dynamics about a church and the church body is that we can all come here with our different views, our different opinions, um, our different focuses, and yet we can stand together and focus because we all, uh, sorry, stand together and worship because we're all focused on Jesus. And I think that's quite amazing. I think the world says if you disagree with each other, you can't be alongside each other. If you disagree with each other, um, then you can't worship together. But Jesus says that the true intimacy and true closeness is being able to just bring who we are and to love each other in that. You know, I think sometimes we have a little bit of a, a rosy view on the, on the disciples. Um, I don't know if you've been watching the Chosen series, um, but we have, and we absolutely love it. And one of the things I think that has really uh, touched me and really affected me is the dynamic of relationship between uh, the disciples and the way that's portrayed. Um, you know, the, the differences that they had, the fact that Matthew was a tax collector, hugely hated by the Jews because he had betrayed his own people, and yet he's called into the the fold alongside Peter, who constantly puts his foot in it and is constantly um, stepping out of line and saying things that he shouldn't, to James and John, who are desperate to uh, be elevated uh, above everyone else. And, you know, they had a common vision, Jesus, as they traveled together, as they worked together, as they ministered together with that common vision, the Lord brought their hearts together. The Lord grew that intimate, close relationship between them, even in their differences. I want us to be a church that can hold the differences, that we can hold that space, that we can be open to all. And yes, 
Don't hear me say that there aren't some things that are absolutely fundamental to our faith and to what we believe. Absolutely. But Jesus holds his arms open to all. And he calls us to love each other. And you know, one of the things about um, uh, that intimacy with Jesus is that as we grow that intimacy with Jesus, we actually become more... um, we actually know who we are. And as we know who we are and what we're about, we then have greater capacity to love other people who aren't like us. And so I just want to, it just felt like the Lord was saying, let's lean into him. Let's allow ourselves to be vulnerable and intimate with Jesus. The space where we get to know ourselves and who we truly are. And as we do that, we can then love others wherever they are. Let's, um, let's take a moment I don't know, as I've been speaking um, or sharing, maybe there's something that has uh, pushed on for you. Maybe you don't agree with what I say. Maybe actually the Lord has convicted you of something. Maybe you know that um, you need to lean into intimacy with Jesus this morning. That this season, um, you've kind of which you know what, sometimes I do too. We've just wasted on Netflix. But actually, you know that Jesus is calling you into that deeper relationship. Maybe you know that you have lent into intimacy with Jesus, but you need to actually work on those other relationships, the closeness, the loving people where they're at. So let's just take a moment and I'm going to invite the Holy Spirit to come and minister to us and speak to us. So Lord, we just pray that you would come now into each of the houses. Holy Spirit, would you just bring your revelation and your love? I'm reminded just how the Lord in his words always brings freedom and restoration, not condemnation. If you know that uh, you need to lean into intimacy with the Lord this morning, if you know that... um, you've been pushing him away or um, you've been, you know, just um, doing other things and avoiding it. Just bring that to him right now. Allow him to speak his love over you. His words of, of affirmation. He sees the desires in your heart. 
I just sense um, there might be someone who, as I was talking about, sort of that love for others, uh, that you know that there's somebody that you need to apologise to, ask forgiveness for the way you responded. Not necessarily that what you said was wrong or untrue, but the way it was said and done was not loving. Uh, I just feel like the Lord says, you know, forgiveness opens up. Jesus dying on the cross, forgiving us, rising from the dead. That opened up God's kingdom in such an amazing way. And as we continue to forgive people and, and, um, and extend that forgiveness, we see God's kingdom come in an amazing way. Thank you, Lord.